0: Welcome in Corbett's Corner here on a Monday. What's the headline? We're always searching for what the headline is after another football weekend. Is it the Chiefs stink to Sean to Miami or Carolina? Why? Why are we giving an alleged sexual predator the opportunity to control where he gets to go and then play uh, and get paid? Are the Bengals for real? It's Tom Brady, the MVP. I'm pretty, my God. If you get to play the bears every week, you might be, but, uh, let's start in the NFL. Derrick Henry leads the NFL in rushing by almost 300 yards. Wow. Uh, he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns by four touchdowns more than the second guy who has six. He has more rushing touchdowns, excuse me, as many as Davis mills and Daniel Jones have passing touchdowns combined. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's an animal. Why did I take C-Mac? I should have taken him with my first overall pick. Uh, that was the biggest bust of the, the fantasy draft pick I could have ever done without getting Derrick Henry. I mean, my God, Tennessee blows out the Chiefs. CBS flipped the game off uh, as soon as Mahomes gets hurt, and here comes Chad Henney. Uh, and they get, showed us an even worse game, which was the blowout in Baltimore. Um, Chiefs stink without Mahomes. They look like just an average bunch with him. And that's what's getting scary is the Chiefs are now below 500 running, you know, running out of opportunities. Right. And Mahomes is apparently past concussion protocol. So let's see what they can do. Um, Titans are up there in the AFC. Certainly a weak division, AFC South. Uh, They're a contender in the AFC. But uh, not only have they been there before. Right. AFC title game two years ago uh, in playoffs again last year. Um, but there are just too many good teams outside looking into the NFL because of what's going on in the NFC? Just loads of talent at the top in the NFC. Um, since he's currently the one seed in the AFC, like things are going to change, right? Since he's good, not great. They remind me a lot of the Cardinals from last year, like a team that's going to take the NFL by storm, I think just a year away, they will be a fringe playoff team. Maybe they'll make it not unlike the Cardinals last year and then look what they did in year two um, or the next year, right? Um, They certainly, they are one of the top teams in the NFL. They remain undefeated, the lone undefeated team. Um, Ravens show their weakness. No, the Raiders aren't for real. They're just beating bad teams. Are the Eagles going to lose in Detroit this weekend? (laughs) Lions, uh, Dan Campbell, man, Campbell, he responds from his tears to his anger to fake punts and onside kicks. But then once the script ran out, uh, so did the Lions' luck. They did cover, but they still lose again. Yet to have a win, um, but the Eagles might be the team to give it to them. My goodness, they get blown out by a pretty mediocre Ravens team. Um, that's here's the top. It's the Bills, Bucks, and Rams at the top still, right? Um, we'll see. Arizona and Green Bay are at the top. We'll see who's better as they battled out in Desert on Thursday. A great primetime game to get the week started. Devontae Adams on the COVID nineteen reserve list. Uh, what's going to be the status there? We'll also see the Cowboys this weekend, what they're about, another top-five team, if they can keep it going. Only team undefeated against the number. Uh, see if they can keep it going against Minnesota. Your boy might potentially be there under the light-skinned spooky Halloween here in the Twin Cities. Here is your MVP race. Tom Brady, no particular order here. Brady, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, and then Henry's fifth because it's so hard for a running back to win it. It's a quarterback-driven league. Murray's got passing and throwing, uh, rushing touchdowns, but what Henry's doing can't get overlooked. He's right there. And if the Titans still win, uh, that's the thing with the Titans. They've got these great wins paired with some really bad losses. Only team to lose to the jets. Remember that. Um, but Hey, Henry's do, what he's doing is incredible. All right. So Deshaun Watson to Carolina. What, is he going to play against the Falcons this weekend? What's going, is this just trial balloon? Is this as good as done? What is happening here? The Houston, if the Houston Texans are saying we're not, we're literally tanking our season by saying not why aren't they playing them? Is it one because they think it's morally infeasible? No, we can't play this guy, or two, they don't want to put anything on the field to perhaps hinder Watson's mystery around him. Don't want to hinder that value because it looks like Steam's gathering that the Texans are going to get what they wanted all along, and that's trading Deshaun Watson for these draft picks. He's still going to command this high price and they'll get him out of there. Um, it's a dicey situation, but it's Carolina, their seasons in the shitter. Now If they've lost four in a row without McCaffrey. Do they go and get Watson and what to sacrifice their morals? Uh, again, it's a, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Right. But I think the magnitude and the number of cases against Watson, uh, certainly suggests uh, at least, um, uh, you know, if your team traded for them, it's gotta be some moral conundrum for you. Right. I know I, I wouldn't want them. Uh, but I know these guys get paid to win football games and that uh, is a clear upgrade over Sam Darnold. Now is in Miami. Are they ready to punt on two already because their season's going uh, to the crap as they lose to my Atlanta Falcons. It's just kind of sick that the NFL is making a bidding war uh, for this guy who should not be in the spotlight other than to be far, you know, tarred and feathered. Um, you know, if he is guilty of all this, which, you know, make your own opinion, but um You know, it's interesting. Deshaun, I guess we'll see throughout the courses of the weekend. I like the Falcons to beat Carolina anyway, no matter what. Um, And here's what's crazy is, you know, the MLB rightfully gets rid of Trevor Bauer and he's still trying to fight it in court. And the MLB just said, no, we're not, you can't be playing. The Dodgers didn't even want him. You know, the MLB is not letting Bauer come back yet. All of a sudden the NFL is having a guy, two different situations, but again, alleged sexual illicit behavior on both sides. And the NFL's the league saying, yeah, he might play Sunday. Because they haven't said Deshaun Watson can't play. That's why the teams are in on the sweepstakes for him. Um, Interesting storyline to keep an eye on. I think the Falcons beat Carolina this weekend regardless. Carolina 0-4 without C-Mac, who's still on injured reserve. They're about the same as the Saints, Falcons and Saints, I think. We'll see about the Saints tonight against the Seahawks. -er, uh, Favorable, is what I was going for there, schedule. From the 4-12 and 12 year last year, right, you get easier opponents in the NFL the next year. Wish we had that Washington game back. Ridley and Gage being back is a huge plus. Gage had a touchdown, uh, took the top off a of defense, albeit a bad defense. And then Ridley, uh, touchdown as well. And Kyle Pitts had the one-handed catch. He's quickly turning into an animal. Falcons, uh, sneaky playoff team. No, no. Uh, we'll see if they get the win this week. Who knows? Um, I mean, they've got an offense, the defense still stinks and they're still the Falcons, but Hey, we're taking care of some bad teams. And I will take that in a year that the uh, Boston college is breaking my heart. Braves are Astros. Uh, I've got that 10 to one future on the Braves. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just let it ride first games on Tuesday, two great lineups. I give a slight edge to the Braves pitching because they got Charlie, Charlie Morton, former Astro, right? Uh, but then also a slight edge to the Astros lineup, mashing with uh, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker. They've kind of almost, uh, it, like it was Altuve and Correa throughout the course of their run. And they're still obviously two great bats, two great players. But then you add Kyle Tucker, uh, you add Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez has been there a couple of years, but those are the guys that are kind of taken over for when you lose Springer. So the Astros still as dominant than ever. Um, but I would love to see Freddie Freeman, a future Hall of Famer, get one. It's crazy. This is... You know, I've been c- complaining about being a Cardinal fan for probably the best part, better part of nine years. It's just so crazy how things can change. But when the Braves were a dynasty was the '90s, right? And then it's since it's been 22 years since I, I was shocked to find that out. It had been 1999 the last time the Braves had won the pennant, uh, and it's crazy to think they're doing this without Ronald Acuna, who went down midseason. People thought it was they were done. Uh, win the division, win the pennant, doing it with the likes of. Eddie Rosario, former twin. Boy, you miss him. Good to see him winning. And Jack-tober, Um, Jock Peterson with the pearls. What, what a cool... Like, who is this? Like, you know, I'm going to wear... I'm going to bring the pearl necklace back. I love it. I mean, shit, it's getting people talking. Braves are rolling. Let's see if they can get it done and complete Jocktober. Cardinals fire, Mark, Mike Schilt. I mean, I was. I didn't really talk about it. it kind of indifferent. It's like, what? It was almost out of nowhere. It was... For another bench coach, we've already done this before, bring Schilt on to the major league staff, have him serve in a variety of roles, and then you can the guy and make him the manager. Well, that's exactly what they did with Oliver Marmel. He's basically a puppet. Now, who's he a puppet for? Is it Mosealock? Is it analytics guys? Hope- I mean, I'm for, you know, for analytics, and here's the mystery behind it. Was it because Mike Schilt brought in Alex Reyes, who had been giving up game-winning home runs left and right, and then he gives up a game-winning home run, you lose your season. Was it because the numbers said do something different, and Schilt is one of those guys that just goes by feel, which is not the way to do it in the manager role? The manager is essentially a a puppet for numbers now, for analytics, and I think that's what Marmol is just going to be. Now, that's fine if we have the right analytics, people. If it's Moselloc, it's not been going well the last 10 years, bro. If you're the guy making the strings, I mean, who's running this organization? You kick yourself upstairs. Yet you're still running it, you know, obviously through your office. Uh, you know, lots of questions. Okay, great. Oliver Marmel's the guy. You didn't even go through any. I'm fine. I mean, all these other retread managers I don't need. We don't need Buck Showalter or somebody. We don't need Tony La Russa coming back when he's, you know, 77. But, you know, I, it was just a puzzling move. Okay, will it work? Let's find out. Let's see. Oliver Marmel, the new Cardinals manager, 51st in history. Is he even going to manage a game because you just see the headline today? Apparently this is, you know, a headline that gets lost. No, no one wants to read about collective bargaining agreements, work stoppages, but it's the MLB headed towards one. That's interesting. Now they could figure things out before this deadline, but I read today was um, that basically it's, it, there's a lot of disagreement going on. There's no signs of a solution before the deadline, you know, and you've kind of seen the writing on the wall, slow free agency period for a couple of years now. Um, pandemic you have an aging fan base now you're paying for minor league housing that was announced last couple of years i mean that's big against the balance sheets for something that you didn't have to do before believe me that's great for baseball and great for these minor league players but as a business people are going oh that's an added expense these franchises and you got too many teams tanking with low pr- payrolls you know they're making their money and just deciding no we don't have to pay players we'll just draft good players and uh shed payroll baseball Hopefully we get a good, good World Series because it could be the first work stoppage since, uh, what, 2003, I think I read. So uh, Braves-Astros MLB World Series begins on Tuesday. All right, this is going to be like the fastest college football minute, you know, the fastest things, whatever these do, of all the headlines. I don't think people college uh, cover college sports uh, that well anymore because it's all, you know, ESPN's the NBA and the NFL, right? They're league partners. And, yeah, sure, the NCAA is a – Essentially, a lead partner with C- C- SEC Network, but you know you don't really get to hear about too much of the storyline Saturday. You're kind of like, you know, buzzed remembering them from a full Saturday of day drinking, and then there's NFL football, and you forget everything that happened Saturday. So here it is, the fastest college football minute in sports here on Corbett's Corner. Let's do it. Alabama is making their move in the playoff. Watch out, Cincinnati. They win, but uh, in a kind of a crappy way to beat a bad Navy team on the road. Did that hurt them. Alabama already leaps Oklahoma in the AP polls. Told you a couple weeks ago. Watch Alabama make their way back, even though they lost to Texas A&M. Michigan, Michigan State this weekend, battle of undefeateds rivalry game. Mel Tucker taking over the Michigan State program. No one's talking. No one likes talking about Jim Harbaugh when he's doing well, right? Well, let's see if he can win this rivalry game. It's going to be a big one. Uh, in the early morning slate for college football. Uh, Penn State loses to Illinois. Now they have Ohio State. Classic look-ahead spot. Uh, Wisconsin somehow still hanging around. They beat Purdue, their favorite at home versus Iowa. Iowa's a top-10 team, and they're a dog on the road. Classic Big Ten, just an absolute mess. Clemson and Mizzou, still the only – or, excuse me, the only two remaining winless against the number teams in college football. Clemson, 10-point favorite at home against Florida State. And Mizzou, a 16 and a half point favorite at Vandy. Two stinky games. It's going to be interesting. Do you pull FSU at Death Valley? Clemson's terrible. Uh, do you dare pull the Commodores? We know Mizzou's bad, right? Well, bad at covering. Uh, Vanderbilt's right there with them. They've only covered like twice. So, two stinky numbers there for the two winless against a number teams in college football. Um, Georgia. Well, first, excuse me, Miami beats NC State. They'll head to Pitt. Pitt beat Clemson. How about that? So that's how Clemson remains winless against the numbers. They over three-point dogs, and they look terrible at Pittsburgh. Georgia has the cocktail party. Minus 14 in Jacksonville against the Gators. Gators don't look that great. Oklahoma avoids disaster at KU. They'll host Texas Tech, who just fired their head coach. 13 and 17 at Texas Tech. That gets him gone. Wake Forest dropped 70 on our servicemen, Army in West Point, but they did give up 56. Uh, they're looking to go 8-0 for the first time in program history. They will be at home versus Duke. I think they do go to 8-0. Ole Miss at Auburn, a great matchup. Kentucky at Mississippi State as the SEC will take center stage with a couple of good matchups, intriguing matchups. SMU, they are undefeated. They're at Houston, who's lost only one time this year could be a good game Dana Holgerson and company coaching Houston against the undefeated SMU side Tanner Mordecai uh, could be there for the Heisman if that team remains undefeated and keeps doing what he's doing Notre Dame beats USC they'll get UNC into South Bend interesting non-conference game BYU the independents they get a win but no cover against Wazoo who lost their head coach who was fired for not getting the max uh, vaccine uh, they will face is having a nice year out of the ACC. So ACC, uh, Coastal Team, University of Virginia, heading to the beautiful Provo, Utah at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's going to be an interesting game. Undefeated San Diego State hosts Fresno State. Fresno State having a good year. San Diego State trying to go undefeated. And now let's get to our local favorites, right? The Gophers sh- should get to 7-2. and two. They take care of business against Maryland. If it wasn't for the bowling green game, they could have been eight and one, right? Just take care of business against what? Northwestern as a favorite on the road. Is this a trap? Then you get Illinois. Then you get Iowa, right? Uh your run game is insanity, Gopher fans. I'm amazed. You just put freshmen in there and they're running for a buck 20. Uh, you could plug anyone in there, and they're going to get their run yards. Uh rush yards. It's it's crazy. So it's interesting to do. Gophers having a good season. It could have been even better. Football power index, ESPN.com has you going eight and four. Eh, I guess you take that, right? That's solid. That's a good year. Um, losses at Iowa and home versus Wisconsin are those predicted. Hey, I say you could control your own destiny. I see Iowa and Wisconsin uh as susceptible, those two teams face each other this weekend, as aforementioned. All right, now BC. You suck. I'm obviously going to watch the game. I'm obviously going to not take my eyes off it because I'm that deep in with this program. You know, it's been since my childhood. Dennis Corsell has been a disaster. I mean, I love the story. Walk on guy who's just, you know, stuck with the program, gets his chance, had some moments. There are no moments this year. Maybe against Mizzou, but that was it. You've had too many bad moments. Can we beat Syracuse this weekend? Sure. Do I think we will? No. Oh, my God, it has been so painful. I'm feeling like the way I felt watching Adazio now. It's because of bad luck, Jacoby getting hurt. Um, but, man, I mean, I, I'm at the point where I'm I'm done seeing Grossell. I don't want to see the senior, this dude, you know, who's creeping up to my age, keep playing for this team and costing Let's Let's at least lose and see what the freshmen have, right? Um, that is where I'm at with this team because now we're four and three. This is two similar teams coming in, but Syracuse has a more reliable offense because I can't trust this guy. I I don't think the offense could trust Dennis Curselle. Football Power Index has us going Boston College 6-6. and That would be uh, a 2-3 and record down the stretch after we've dropped three in a row. They're giving us wins over Florida State and Virginia Tech at home. Shit, I hope. Uh, From what I've seen the last four weeks, and that includes the bye week, I'm not confident in any single ACC game going forward. Uh, still loving that faith with Jeff Hafley. I mean, he's playing with Steve Adazio, guys, right? You know, we've we've got basically just his recruits on the roster, barely getting playing time, some freshmen playing here or there. Next year's going to be a real, you know, kind of with Drakovic hopefully back. That's going to be the real it's so hard. You can't say anything about the season because the Djokovic injury hurt. And now, you know, it's just been tough. You, you can't really analyze anything. We could have been so much better with a complete upgrade at quarterback. I mean, Dennis Grosell didn't even have a, have a star coming out of high school. You know, he was so far on the fringe, a walk art guy. Um, still love Halfley. He's great at press conferences. He backed Grosell, said it wasn't on him. It's, you know, it's on the offense. It's on got to watch film. You know, he he does the right thing there, but he also does not rule out the possibility of a change of quarterback. Depth chart just came out, listed starter Grosell. Great. But if things get ugly, I'm having a short-ass leash um, if I was Halfley, but who knows? Um, what do we know about these guys behind him? Emmett Moorhead is a Halfley guy. He's probably a red shirt. He hasn't played all season. I don't think he's going to be the guy. Uh, Dalen Menard is an Adazio guy, also another no-stars guy who's a junior. Why, why are we seeing No, I want to see Halfley's guy. What's his name? It's Matthew Reavy, I believe. Three-star Halfley guy, freshman. Guy I'm most interested in, 6'4 quarterback from Cincy. He went to Xavier High School, um, St. Xavier High School, three-star guy. Know nothing about him. I just watched three minutes of tape from his high school uh, kind of, yeah. you know, football mixtape. I want him to start. I want this, this guy. He's tall. He's got pocket pressure or pocket presence to avoid pressure. He can actually throw. I mean, this one interception Dennis Grossell had, I kid you not, was the ugliest throwing ball I've ever seen in my life. Just a live duck floating into the end zone, picked off. Disgusting. Um, Can we see what the young guys have? Boston College against Syracuse. Five-and-a-half-point dogs. I'm going to take it because I'm an absolute deranged individual, Um, but I do not suggest you take it at home because what's the season to us? Dennis Grosselle at Syracuse. Can you beat Dino freaking Babers in the Carrier Dome, please, for the love of God, this Saturday? I beg of you. That'll do it for Corbett's Corner here on a Monday. Uh, Football Monday tonight. Peyton and Eli are back. That's why I'm pumped, because otherwise I'm not too pumped for Jameis Winston and Geno Smith. Enjoy.